everybody, and welcome to Global One Media Stocks to Watch. We have smart investments in Web3 development in focus today. Maybe you want access to DeFi and blockchain projects, but you want to invest in them passively and using fiat. Well, I'm your host, Michelle Martin, and today we meet Singapore-based Trade Together. Joining me is Jeff Ira. He's co-founder and CEO at Trade Together. They're in the business of helping investors gain access to smart Web3 development. We're going to unpack that. We're also going to talk about the yields, how returns are made, and opportunities in the field of tokens. Jeff, Ira, great to see you. How are you? Great to see you. I'm pretty good. Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me here. Thank you for joining us. Now, help us understand Trade Together, what you do, and what makes you unique. First up, Jeff, maybe you can unpack how you provide access to smart Web3 development. What does that really mean? Yeah, sure. So uh, giving you access to smart Web3 development is basically helping you to invest in Web3 safely and to grow your wealth safely. So to do that, there are a few parameters. First of all, we need to do some risk assessment on the uh, layer one, layer two. So basically the blockchain or the platform where we operate. And number two, we have to select the right digital asset. Uh, we have to look at uh, the right smart contract to make sure that there is no vulnerability. And uh, maybe I should have started uh, by this in first place. We have to be compliant. And that's what we did since the inception of Trade Together, to, to comply with the rules in the country where we operate. We are in Singapore, and that's what we do since day one. And what opportunities in the field of tokens do you provide investors? Yeah, of course. So when we started uh, back in 2021, we uh, love to propose a basket of, uh, of uh, cryptocurrencies uh, to uh, basically fit with the risk tolerance and risk appetite of our clients. And uh, at that time, the market, when it comes to do uh, tokenization and digital bonds, was really uh, premature, very narrow. Uh, so uh, uh, we, we like to, to work at that time with the stable coins which we still do today. And now we have much more transparency in the world of uh, DeFi and digital bonds. And that's really where we drive uh, most of our customers uh, today. Yeah. All right. So you mentioned that, you know, things were in their infancy, maybe back in 2021, when you first, you know, appeared on the scene here in Singapore. So in terms of investors that you are now attracting, what sort of investors should look to your platform? Can you talk about the risk profiles that you cater to now? Yeah, of course. So the uh, DNA of uh, our service is really to uh, propose a curated solution to accredited investors. That's number one. Then to business, corporate, FI. And then ultimately, we can serve indirectly retail so long as uh, a large corporate uh, may offer such service. But we don't directly offer a service to retail customers today. So for that, uh, we need to, to go through a KYC process to make sure that you are eligible to our service. And then we are more uh, happy, uh, than happy to, to serve you. Okay, so it's accredited investors. Yeah. Um, and what should they know about why they should pick you over your competitors? Yeah, of course. So I would say, first of all, beyond the fact to be a compliant uh, we have a, a, a good track record today, uh, seeing uh, the 2021 all-time high and, and collapse. 2022 with uh, all the uh, obstacle difficulties to stay uh, uh, 
polite. Uh, you, you know that uh, we've seen uh, so many uh, entities uh, collapsing uh, uh, on the crypto exchange side, uh, stablecoin side. So we've been able to really uh, navigate and escape for uh, most of the hits. And I think this gives us uh, a lot of uh, background experience and uh, I would say uh, uh, assessment, the right assessment when it comes to select uh, the right uh, uh, protocol. So compared to someone who started uh, last year or, or this year, I think we have a good, good experience. An experience management team that always an asset. Now you provide an alternative method for people to invest in crypto. I remember talking about this with you back in 2021. Um, tell us about whether that's expanded and also how you mitigate volatility for investors in this day and age. Yeah, of course. So when we started uh, our journey, the, uh, the, the the DNA of offering our service to our client was really to propose some stabilized type of uh, uh, of return uh, and to mitigate uh, the volatility. You're absolutely right, uh, Michel. So the way we did it first was to have uh, a form of uh, money market fund, but in Web3. So if you look at the money market fund in traditional finance, you're going to have uh, uh, USD or the traditional type of currencies uh, investing in uh, bonds. So we've tried to replicate the same experience in Web3 at the time using qualitative stablecoin and investing in a curated DeFi platform. So this is really this was really the DNA to uh, uh, allow our customers not to be subject to uh, drop, big market drop and uh, market volatility. We did also that, Michel, because at that time, the market for option to, to edge yourself against the risk was extremely narrow, infant, exactly, uh, uh, to, to use uh, your word. Today, it is much better. We have uh, more maturity in the market, more sophistication, so we can bring our customers to a new type of asset class and uh, the, the, the world tokenization is extremely fashion today, but it is true that there are so many uh, types of, uh, of transparencies that we can provide to our customers today, which uh, definitely makes a difference. So I would say that it's, it's a natural evolution, taking into account also lots of lessons learned of 2022-2021, and uh, bringing, I would say, the best of Web2, traditional finance in Web3, and uh, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, well, can you elaborate a little? How do you hedge, or can you share with us some details on your pocket fund strategies? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, I would say the the first way to to hedge ourselves, uh, let's say, against uh, the number one asset, uh, Bitcoin. So, if you are a sophisticated trader, you will uh, uh, go by yourself to use some option to prevent against a drop. So maybe uh, you're gonna use some uh, some uh, uh, call or put option. But everyone is not a sophisticated trader, and everyone has to go with their own life. So that's that's why we told ourselves, okay, everyone wants to have a Bitcoin ETF. Good. It will uh, open up uh, more revenue for Bitcoin. Very great. But what happens if Bitcoin drops uh, like uh, yesterday night? Because there was a fake information uh, displayed into the market saying that there is a new Bitcoin ETF. So that's why we told ourselves, okay, let's combine at the same time, this notion of Bitcoin ETF, where our clients can get the upside, but if it drops, we can prevent uh, this uh, risk uh, based on their risk tolerance and risk appetite. So 
if our plants have really like low risk appetite and they want to have a bit of exposure, we're going to edge them using some option and we can use another part of uh, their uh, asset into treasury bonds. So it gives a little bit of, uh, of uh, I would say, uh, middle ground uh, so that they get appreciation and they are not too affected by market drop. I must share with our viewers that Jeff has a background in trade fi, traditional finance. So I think that's also a key difference in terms of talking about, you know, your approach when it comes to trading strategies. Would you say that your background has impacted, um, you know, how you read markets and, and how you plan ahead? Yes, that's for sure. Uh, I, I would say I started my career in 2008, which is a fantastic year to kickstart your career in finance. Uh, and uh, Challenging. I, Challenging, and I had the uh, the opportunity to 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 face directly uh, the situation of uh, of uh, of the financial market meltdown, uh, with the clients affected by uh, the the downturns and uh, the plus ten percent, minus ten percent of the S and P five hundred and the Dow Jones at that time, and uh, and most of our clients at that time had uh, their portfolio extremely affected. Because we, my uh, previous employer just uh, acquired a portfolio which was really uh, in, in the red, and my first job was first of all to convince this client to stay with us, and number two to provide them some reallocation, fund allocation, and I think it has really uh, stayed in my uh, in my experience of how to help my customers to to uh, to bring them to something more sustainable in terms of portfolio and uh, and and more agile for them to 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 be back into the into the green. So I think 15 years later when we started trade together that was still the same DNA. How to offer a safe avenue in web3 uh, while uh, mitigating the risk of a market uh, drawdown on top of the other risk that exists in web3. Yeah, really fascinating lived experience you've had. I wonder if you can share, I don't know if you can tell us this, but how often you rebalance portfolios over at Trade Together? Yeah, so it, it will depend on the, the, the product. I will say for uh, the first generation of uh, funds that we uh, launched uh, with our basket strategies, 2021 until uh, quarter one, quarter two, we could change uh, every two weeks. Every two weeks, which is not, it's not day trading. Yeah. Uh, today, since we are moving more and more in uh, the form of uh, digital bonds, uh, where the uh, maturity period is uh, more scheduled, uh, we don't have uh, the need to do such type of frequency, except if some of our clients are asking us uh, specific needs. They have specific needs on their portfolio, which is uh, what we call separately managed account. But apart from that, in average, it will be once a month. Uh, and sometimes once every three months, depending on uh, the, the structure of our product. Once a month or once every three months. Got yes. it. You have a great app that investors can use. Um, tell us about how it offers transparency and it gives investors like, um, I, I suppose, real ease of access to your platform and their investments. Can you outline in general terms sort of the steps investors can take when they want to invest with your platform? Of course, so the first uh, thing that uh, we are uh, asking our clients to, to come in when they come in is uh, to do their risk profile. 
so that it is the best way for us to to serve them, and uh, that's our the the robo advisory part of our uh, solution, uh, where we will be able to determine whether they are more uh, they have more appetite for the risk or not. Uh, then from there. We're going to check whether they are eligible for the notion of accredited investors, if they are individual or corporate and, and FI. And then we will drive them based on their risk appetite to the option uh, that we uh, that we offer from low to, to high risk. Uh, in 2021, the, what we did was to establish a risk scoring for each of our products upfront. Okay, so the sociology of our client is really uh, someone who has already invested in, in, uh, in securities, in bonds, uh, who's pretty uh, familiar with real estate investment, but who doesn't want to do anything uh, more as what he did in the past, which I totally understand. So when they, when they select a specific product, they don't want to take care of their uh, custody wallet, call wallet. They don't want to 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 think about okay, what's the additional cybersecurity uh, type of uh, controls that I should take uh, into account. They leave that to us. They leave that to us, and then they once the KYC is done, they have their uh, mobile app that we uh, propose, try to get a mobile app, and they can see and monitor. And uh, if they want to uh, redeem their funds, well, it's a 48 hours of redemption, and we send back in fiat. They send us in fiat, and we send back in fiat. We can also send in digital assets. I just love the transparency and the ease there. You invest in fiat, and you can redeem in fiat as well. It makes a lot of sense. Sure. Um we talked a little while earlier about fake news and how that led to volatility in terms of Bitcoin prices, a lot of panicked investors. Um, but given your experience in the industry, it sounds like with the accredited investors and the ease of investing on your platform that uh, Trade Together is for people who believe in the long story of cryptocurrency, in the long-term potential of it. Um, but help us understand how you see DeFi shaping up in the context of that you know, long potential of cryptocurrency. Yeah, so uh, I would say DeFi is now uh, turning to uh, a real. So I think I think there is a, a triggering point now for DeFi, which is tokenization. Tokenization. Uh, yeah. And I'm telling you this because uh, if you look at uh, if you look backward, uh, 2021, um, uh, even 2020, and uh, you you. Take a look at the DeFi platform, the very first one that uh, we could invest in. We have constantly had some difficulties to establish and to determine all our uh, risk criteria. I'm referring to credit risk, market risk, uh, uh, liquidity risk. I don't want to go into a tunnel here, but it was extremely difficult to really assess and to determine uh, the full spectrum of our risk with such a platform. Uh, not only because it was hidden, but also because it was the very first uh, platform and the the sense of transparency, the sense of information available was really difficult to determine. Yeah. And because of uh, a lot of difficulties that uh, some of the DeFi platform have experienced in 2022, uh, if you look at uh, Celsius, uh, I mean, uh, we can be generous in this example. It has created uh, a lot of uh, of uh, uncertainty, first of all, for the market. It has affected the whole industry. 
And for uh, players like us coming from the Web2 and traditional finance, I think we have tried to look at not coming back to our comfort zone, but just trying to import what uh, used to work well in Web2 and to put that, to bring that in Web3. And it is fascinating to see that today, my counterpart I used to, to investigate with lots of DeFi platform, it was maybe 80% of my time. And today I spend 80% of my time almost with regulated entity, regulated financial institution. In 2021, it was I was uh, it, it was not the dark net, but it was not that far. <laughs> you know, so, so it's so, interesting that DeFi actually re requires now the regulators playing a key role. That from my that from our personal lens, I try together. Uh, you have hardcore DeFi uh, players who really wants to do their own type of uh, of uh, business, their own type of trying outside of the regulatory space, trying, testing new type of ideas. But we think, we do think at Try Together that it is much better uh, when it comes to look uh, for qualitative stablecoin, to look for uh, qualitative uh, digital bonds uh, and qualitative protocol. Uh, to have a, a form of uh, regulatory. And, and, and again, so one could say, yeah, but how about FTX? FTX was, uh, was, uh, was regulated. I'm not talking about to exchange here. I'm talking really about how do you generate a transparent yield, a transparent yield to your digital wallet so that you have a clear yield with a coupon or coming here, it is transparent and you can really have this traceability, which has been always difficult in the traditional DeFi model 2021 version. Yeah. They're all about transparency, traceability. I appreciate you sharing your personal insights with me. In fact, uh, that's something that you've done with me over the years. Um, how important is it for you to continue to be open with investors? You know, this is a channel for investor communication. Um, how important in, in the DNA of Trade Together is being open think, with investors? Yeah. I think that's, uh, that, that's uh, key to be uh, open with investors and we are trying to, to communicate always on that. Uh, our uh, revised website will go to that direction to be even more and more transparent. Um, and, and I think the, the fact to associate with uh, regulated entities uh, and, and we, we are somehow trying to bring a bit of education to huge entities uh, which have 100 years of experience in Web 2, but six months of experience in Web 3. And we tell them, guys, if you are coming here, uh, this uh, idea of generating yield from a digital wallet is not dead. It's just that the first generation was not, uh, was not really, uh, 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 I'm, I'm looking for the word, it was not achieved properly with a UX UI experience. Uh, but but now this is our opportunity. This is that's our opportunity to bring what lots of clients want, clients want, and even retail customers, because on the long run, the, the end game is also to serve retail customers properly, uh, want to have this transparent yield and 
what uh, what what's the best the best possibility to do that is to leverage on a huge and and uh, heavy uh, financial institution capable to provide that to pro to be one part of uh, this uh, this this cycle this supply chain okay someone watch this might be a prospective investor in trade together, a prospective accredited investor. What do you want that investor to know? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for asking that. I think if, uh, depending of your age, uh, in some part of uh, the world, and I think I think it's in Asia, you have some countries where the interest rates are extremely high. Um, so I guess it's not uh, it's not a secret. I'm French. In France, uh, during the eighties. Uh, uh, a large generation of uh, of middle class uh, used to have this uh, um, this bank account, very manual bank account paper linked to the interest rate of the French debt that used to 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 generate eight percent. Yeah, but the inflation was also pretty uh, pretty high. But thanks to this, it has allowed uh, a large part of the of uh, of uh, middle class to to uh, to get more wealth to one day buy and purchase a house yeah so i think that today the new version of the digital wallet uh, you have a mass uh, in asia in europe in in, in us and also in uh, countries where the banking industry is not that developed we are willing to also have stablecoin generating yield transparent one and to accumulate, because if you look at your bank account, traditional bank account today, it gives you maybe <laughs> two point eighty-eight, maybe that's yeah. Or and, and I'm generous here, uh, and, and I think that's the logic. That's 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 the logic of uh, of the evolution of uh, of finance, and um, that's what we do at Trade Together, trying to to help our customers to to uh, to have access to this. We started with accredited investors. We are doing this in business to business to customers, uh, and uh, we are um, we are proud to be a, a pioneer in what we call Web3 wealth management. Uh, and uh, join us! Don't hesitate to yeah. contact me. I love that analogy of you know lifting everybody up together and that piece of French history, Jeff. Really appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> He's co-founder and CEO of Trade Together, Jeff Ira, talking about how his company is helping investors gain access to Web3. I'm Michelle Martin. Thank you so much for joining us here. Thank you, Michelle. So it was Thank a you, Jeff. Oh, it was great. Great speaking with you as always.